When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. However you feel about sauces or condiments, one thing's for certain, they can add that special pizzazz to the food we eat. Sauces can add decadence, and I'm just going to say it, perhaps some sensuality to our dining experience. I mean, there's a reason all those commercials for chain restaurants like Applebee's and TGI Fridays portray their dipping sauces as if they were steamy slow motion love scenes. All those silky smooth textures just teasing you, that's apparently a way we like to I don't know, show off our sauces now? The thing is, whenever anything is just that damn sexy, people are always going to look for ways to capitalize on it. I suppose it's only natural, but when people get greedy and their product happens to be food, the experience can quickly turn from scammy to deadly. In June, 2022, a TikToker known as Chef P started posting videos of herself drizzling or dipping various foods in a goopy pink substance she called pink sauce, not to be confused with an earlier viral TikTok sensation, the mysterious cleaning paste called the pink stuff. These pink sauce videos perplexed and fascinated viewers as many thought it looked disgusting and others frankly just wanted to taste it and see what it was about. The intrigue of it all saw Chef P's following grow from only 800 followers to 142,000 with 4 million likes in just one month. Eventually, she amassed 14.9 million views as a result of the attention garnered by her mysterious pink sauce. But like many things that go viral, Chef P's sauce was quickly caught up in a controversy that left a bad taste in many people's mouths. After their spontaneous success, P decided to promote and sell prototypes of her now famous pink sauce. Her supplies sold out quickly, but almost immediately the scathing reviews started piling in. And full disclosure, these reviews weren't your normal bad product reviews. They were outright damning, bordering on criminal, as many people accused Chef P of poisoning her customers. But what was really going on here? How could this happen in this day and age? Well, stay tuned while we attempt to finally get to the bottom of the pink sauce controversy. There is a piece of glitter inside the bottle. of sweet seasoned ranch. That's what it tastes like to me. But since it's made with no, no, ma'am, we're not trying this. So what's in the pink sauce? It's a new condiment craze this summer, and you might mistake it for Pepto-Bismol. It is pink, and social media is filled with people putting it on just about everything. Hello, and welcome to The Corporate Casket. I'm the Illuminati, and today we're going to take a look at the TikTok food sensation that came out of nowhere this past summer, the now infamous pink sauce. This apparently sweet, ranchy, and spicy sauce is notable not only because of its rapid rise to popularity and its resemblance to another equally pink substance known as Pepto-Bismol, but it's also been caught up in controversies involving bad production and shipping, misleading claims about ingredients, accusations that people receive spoiled or foul-smelling sauce, and somewhat ironically given its resemblance to Pepto, reports that the sauce had made multiple people very sick. There was even an account that someone had actually died after eating the pink sauce. 
shouldn't and I genuinely am just like not feeling good like I don't know I literally feel like I have to go to the bathroom like every and that's just the opener here the pink sauce's creator, the so-called Chef P, is mired in controversy herself, thanks to her defensive and unprofessional behavior, her apparent lack of consideration for the health and safety of her customers, and accusations that she's a liar, a faker, and a scammer. She certainly sounds like an interesting person, so it's no wonder the whole internet turned against her. Soon after Chef P started selling prototypes of the pink sauce, accusations started coming in that it was making people very sick. Reddit and Twitter users posted accounts of near-death experiences, and at least one person posted a video of someone bedridden at the hospital with the caption, don't eat the pink sauce. In response to all the immediate bad press, Chef P pulled the new business learning curve card. In a YouTube video addressing the challenges, she said, quote, now you guys are judging a prototype, let's start there. A prototype is when a product is not an official product. The pink sauce has only been an official product since the 1st of July. In a later interview with Glamour, P reiterated this baby product excuse saying, quote, we have been going through trial and error just like any other business. But let's be real here for a minute. That's really not an excuse because her business isn't like every other business. Trial and error beta testing doesn't quite work the same way when you're testing food on actual customers. If it was a prototype like she claimed, then why were you making it available to the public? The whole thing doesn't make a lot of sense. The truth is, though that Chef P's trial and errors began way before people started tasting the pink sauce, even before the product was available for purchase, people noticed irregularities in the sauce's color and consistency. In response to these observations, P claimed that different videos featured different lighting, which can change the look of the sauce. And fine, okay, different lighting changes how the sauce looks, but how does that explain the difference between the sauce that appears to be runny, like fat-free milk in some videos, and like goopy applesauce in others? According to the Los Angeles Times, Chef P claimed that dragon fruit, which is the ingredient she claims gives the sauce its pink color, produces a color that's similar to beets and also turns poop red. So in response to client feedback, she adjusted the color of the sauce to make it a less intense pink from earlier videos. And that's all well and good, but it seemed like Chef P was constantly tweaking the recipe. And look, I know cooks that all the time tweak their recipes based on the feedback they get from dinners and stuff like that but that's not really a thing for products they're intending to sell and ship to homes throughout the country. Could you imagine if like Heinz was constantly tweaking their ketchup formula and was like, hmm, in the past couple months, we've received information that our red color is a little too red. So they start to lighten it randomly on the shelves and stuff like that. It would be just a total mess. Ultimately, and almost more than anything, consumers want a good, consistent experience. So constantly changing your product on the fly, especially when you've become a viral sensation pretty much overnight, that's not the best thing you wanna do. And furthermore, with all these inconsistencies from constant tweaking of the formula, how can we be sure that everyone's getting the same sauce? There's also a concerning but hilarious moment mentioned in the article where P didn't seem to know what the FDA was. Quote, He also emphasized in a video that the sauce is now manufactured in a facility that's approved by the US Food and Drug Administration and in line with FDA standards. However, quote, the chef caught some heat after an Instagram live session where she appeared to not know that the F in FDA stands for food. What do you mean FDA approved? She said vehemently in response to a question. I don't sell medical products. The pink sauce is not a medical product. The pink sauce doesn't contribute to your health. And just, 
Which is it, my dear? Are you trying to comply with FDA standards or do you not know what they are? It is after all, the Food and Drug Administration. So I would hope as a chef, you would be aware of what that is. So to say that this was a bit of a clunky start would be a bit of an understatement. But soon, Chef P was shipping out mass orders for the sauce, selling individual bottles for just $20 a pop. The steep price of the product was bad enough, but soon after shipping to her first 50 customers, complaints and social media criticism started surging in. First, customers complained that they had received damaged, leaky, or even exploded bottles of pink sauce. Some said they received foul smelling sauce as if it had spoiled during the packaging and shipping process. P quickly addressed those early concerns, offering refunds or replacements to customers who received damaged bottles. According to Chef P, quote, it was our fault. We should have used boxes instead of bags. And just, I don't know, maybe you should ship perishable food items securely in a box instead of haphazardly in a bag, perhaps even with the cooling element. Like seriously, I can see how this apparent lack of understanding would not exactly inspire confidence, but more than that, who does that? Who is actually that careless? Well, it seems that Chef P is really that careless. Now, on top of the horrible shipping blunder, the early pink sauce nutritional labels contained all sorts of errors as well. The label claimed that the sauce contained 444 servings per bottle, and it's just ultimately not possible. If that's not a patently false claim, then it was absolutely one hell of a typo. P later explained that it was in fact a mistake. The label was supposed to say there were 444 grams of sauce per bottle and only 30 servings. But even after she publicly apologized, the misprinted version of the label stayed on her website. The ingredient list was also a big point of contention as it boasted that the sauce contained milk and only natural preservatives, which led to worries about the safety of the sauce considering none of the original bottles were ever refrigerated. The word vinegar was also misspelled as V-I-N-G-E-R, and that was just another careless error that shows the lack of attention to detail and safety. Additionally, the ingredient list just didn't really make any sense. First of all, the label listed ingredients and amounts of ingredients didn't really add up. As MatPat over at Food Theory pointed out, there's apparently no ingredient on the label that could serve as a binder to give the sauce the creamy consistency that it seems to have in all of Chef P's videos. And that's a bit weird, right? Like how is she selling a creamy sauce with no creamy components? How is that even possible? All of this weirdness led people to believe that Chef P was deliberately hiding the true recipe. Many claimed she was faking ingredients just to make the sauce seem more mysterious or more healthy than it actually was. And this led internet commentators and popular YouTubers to try and recreate the sauce using the listed ingredients. And surprise to literally nobody, everyone failed to faithfully recreate the sauce's color and consistency. And I say that is until those people threw out the official ingredient list and just winged it using other ingredients, such as, you know, actual binders like mayonnaise and just ranch dressing. So let's pause for a moment and reflect on just how fucked up that is. Nobody actually knows what's in the sauce. Even the supposed official nutrition label can't help us. So was Chef P just throwing stuff into batches until it came together the right way and listing major ingredients by memory, regardless of what was actually used? It's just legitimately super sketchy. And to make matters worse, since the very beginning, Chef P had been deliberately secretive about what was actually in her sauce. And I can understand that to a certain extent. I mean, many manufactured goods have a secret formula that they protect for competitive reasons. Again, speaking about Heinz ketchup again, you can't really expect them to give up their secret recipe just because their products came in weird colors. But with other products, at least there's a bona fide repeatable recipe. 
And when people start questioning the safety of your food, well, you've kind of lost your privilege of keeping your secrets. So I am making this video just to do like an FYI for y'all. So I know a lot of questions have been coming around like, is the pink sauce safe? You know, are pink sauce packages still exploding? Are you still producing the pink sauce? Is the pink sauce even still a product? I just want to let you guys know that the pink sauce is 100% safe. It's being manufactured in an FDA approved facility. It is also As things were, all the high-profile attention did lead to an FDA investigation. For many people, the fact that the FDA swooped in to investigate P's business proves that something disgusting and shady was absolutely going on. So what's she playing at with all of this? And who is this Chef P, or Carly P as she's known on YouTube anyway? Well, it turns out her real name is Veronica Shaw and she's a 29-year-old single mother of two and private chef based out of Miami, Florida. She claimed in a YouTube video that she's been a chef for four years, but according to the official Pink Sauce webpage, Chef P doesn't consider herself an average chef. Instead, she fancies herself as an expressional artist who loves to think outside the box, which is kind of cool, honestly. I have no idea what makes an expressional artist different from any other artist. To me, calling yourself an expressional artist is sort of like calling yourself a sonic musician, but hey, whatever makes you feel good about yourself. Now, in Chef P's case, however, she's as much a bona fide expressional artist as she is a bona fide chef. See, she calls herself a private chef, but prior to that line of work, she'd never actually worked as a professional chef, never attended any kind of culinary school, and never held any cooking credentials whatsoever. Apparently, there is nothing wrong with that though, because as it turns out, accreditation is not required to become a chef. And that's right, all you need is a stove and a dream. And as Chef P says on her website, she's had a passion for cooking for as long as she can remember. She goes on to explain that, quote, I've always loved to experiment with different flavors and colors. I wanted to have a sauce that reflected my personality and the flavor that I liked the most. I fell in love with dragon fruit. Red dragon fruit has a bright magenta color and I absolutely love pink. So I thought of the brilliant idea to come up with the pink sauce. From this explanation, it seems like Chef P chose dragon fruit simply because it turns things pink, which she believes reflects her bubbly personality. But she has also gone on record claiming that she used dragon fruit in her recipe because it's rich in magnesium, which she says helped her with her anxiety. Quote, this is my personal story, she says. This is why I love dragon fruit. So far, Chef P seems to play fast and loose with definitions, claiming whatever she needs in order to convince people to hand over their money. This reminds me of bad resume padding where you dishonestly over embellish a job or achievement. And it kind of sucks because if Chef P were to just drop the chef title and honestly tell her story as a home cook, I think she'd have a more endearing and respectable story. At this point, the more she emphasizes the word chef, the bigger the lie becomes, which begs the question, what else could she be lying about? And frankly, is she someone we can trust with our health? Well, her public behavior certainly does little to buy our trust. Chef P tends to throw sass back at critics or naysayers, and her defensive rants on YouTube and TikTok don't really help much either. But if you thought that things couldn't possibly get worse for her, she totally botched an interview on national TV too. That's exactly what happened to my next guest. Y'all know Pink Sauce from TikTok, right? Yeah, okay. So Chef P says her online business quickly went downhill when her social media followers and customers- You see, her Camaro show appearance was supposed to be an opportunity to defend herself against one of her TikTok critics, a user named Allured Beauty or Allie. Instead, it only threw more fuel to the grease fire. 
Allured Beauty, who is known for reviewing food products on TikTok, made a viral reaction video in which she sent out a sample of pink sauce to the lab for testing to make sure it was safe for human consumption. Chef P went on the show to defend her product generally, but she had beef with Allured Beauty, saying that she, quote, took it as a moment to say, hey, this is my moment to become viral. And that is what happened. She became viral from posting that video. You're not special, okay? So why should I lose my mind and approach you directly when you're fabricating something on the internet? Well, so I, will, I will say this, because I want to hear both of your sides. I will say he also accused people of fabricating claims against her and trying to tear down her business and livelihood. P's comments and defensive behavior on the show sparked backlash, causing YouTuber Moist Critical to say, quote, I'm sure the sauce was fine in person, but you can't ship it like that and ignore all regulations. You shipped material that can't be shipped and it spoiled for almost all of your customers, was rotten. And you're just mad at her for pointing it out and it getting tested? Oh my God, this is actually kind of wild. Other YouTubers such as Atozi also criticized Chef P for her comments and behavior in a series of videos. Even the Camaro show itself faced a ton of backlash when the host basically told Allie that she was out of line and effectively gaslit her on television for having an opinion and speaking her mind, going so far as to push her to apologize for tearing a woman down and saying that the learning was more on Allie's part. And I told you this was going to be a doozy. Things just keep getting worse and worse for Chef P. If all of this is true, then she absolutely deserves to be held accountable to get in serious trouble for potentially causing health issues. And then to just get defensive about the accusations, to sit back and just rant about how it's trial and error, that's just the lowest of the low. But is this shit true? Have you ever watched a movie that you thought was about one thing and then about halfway through there's a sudden twist? Suddenly just everything veers off in an unexpected direction. Well, my friends, just like one of the older M. Night Shyamalan movies, things are about to take a really weird turn. Chef P made some really serious mistakes. Mislabeling ingredients, for example. That's a real problem, especially for people who might have food allergies. Other misprints on the label also threw into question the legitimacy of the whole pink sauce operation. But what about the many accusations that pink sauce made people sick? As it turns out, you know that whole health scandal surrounding pink sauce? Yeah, that's actually a huge conspiracy. According to Vice, a subreddit exists called r slash pink sauce snark, and it has over 300 members dedicated to slandering pink sauce by trolling anything related to it online. Remember the dude who allegedly died from eating the pink sauce? Yeah, he faked it. He was a member of the group and resurfaced later to apologize for the stunt. Uh, so I'm not dead. So first and foremost, I wanna say sorry if I scared y'all. Um, this was meant to be a full social experiment to see how quickly other people could spread misinformation. Uh, so we're gonna get into- like, In response to these false allegations, Chef P has said, quote, they accused me of poisoning a nation. I'm having to deal with the backlash from a mistake that I didn't even make. When the trolling first started, shortly after her original videos went viral, P didn't take anything seriously. Quote, I was like, this is a bunch of kids. I'm not about to pay this no mind. I'm not about to entertain this. But because she chose not to dignify the accusations with a response, the whole controversy exploded like a squeeze bottle full of botulism. And when things finally got so bad that she had to address them, she was already on her heels. What's really crazy about this whole thing is that almost none of the worst accusations were true. Sure, Chef P probably should have been better prepared to ship out her original bottles of sauce. And sure, she should have hired a better graphic designer to avoid embarrassing typos and labeling mishaps that still plague her to this day. 
But the reality is that nobody actually got sick from the sauce, at least no one that we can verify anyway. All the accusations were more like tongue-in-cheek memes that people took too seriously, rather than real claims of illness and death. And as for her ingredients, yes, maybe she should have used more non-perishable components, but I don't think she's outright lying about what's in the sauce. YouTuber Ann Reardon does a good job at debunking a lot of this kind of stuff. In her video, Debunking the Pink Sauce Controversy, she runs experiments that prove it's entirely possible to achieve a stable, creamy pink consistency using only the ingredients on the official label. In particular, she addresses the absence of binder ingredients on the label. According to her video, dragon fruit itself contains pectin, which is a natural binder. And when used in proper ratios, either fresh dragon fruit or refined dragon fruit powder will create an emulsion that's stable and produces the creamy texture. Now, there's some actual food for thought. Sorry, I had to say it. And what about accusations that Chef P was scamming people with this product? Well, I don't think she ever actually intended to scam anyone. I think her product simply went way too viral too fast and all the scandals surrounding it just created the perfect storm of controversy that made people think she was being disingenuous or irresponsible. But as mentioned earlier, she has addressed shipping and safety concerns, and she's even teamed up with noted gourmet and novelty sauce maker Dave's Gourmet to help her market and promote a version of pink sauce that's, quote, less complicated, dairy-free, and clean of any preservatives, artificial colors, or flavors. This move enabled her to work out a deal to sell the pink sauce on the shelves at Walmart. Walmart doesn't seem to shy away from the controversial sauce at all. In fact, the description of it on their website makes it clear that becoming an overnight internet sensation is far more profitable than trying to avoid the controversy that came about from its viral fame. I guess any news is good news here. And as for that whole FDA investigation, well, as damning as that may seem, and regardless of her defensive reactions and her numerous blunders, according to the FDA's website, she does not need FDA approval before bringing her sauce to market. While the FDA does regulate certain types of substances, the pink sauce doesn't fall into a category that requires pre-market approval. The FDA stepped in to investigate only after all the reports of people getting sick started coming in. So I suppose we can kind of throw her a bone. The FDA does pre-regulate drugs, but does not pre-regulate most foods. They only start to take a look at it only after it's maybe made someone sick or perhaps killed them. As it was, Chef P cooperated fully with the FDA and they allowed her to continue making her questionable sauce. Chef P defends her product to this day and maintains that it's now made in an FDA certified commercial facility, though it's worth mentioning that during the prototype rollout, she made the sauce in her own kitchen. And while that may sound sketchy and gross, there is special food production laws known as cottage laws that exist. And it actually allows people to make and sell food products from their personal kitchens without a food manufacturer's license. So yes, Chef P made some mistakes, but it's no wonder she was seen as so defensive and why she comes across that way when, as it turns out, she had every right to be. Yes, she did embellish her credentials and she responded unprofessionally to criticisms. But to also be fair, she's a TikToker. She's an influencer who makes her living off of being eccentric, exciting, and interesting. And with the way things have worked out for her, could you honestly say with certainty that she would have been more successful any other way? Now, let's be real, we're living in some strange times. For many years now, modern society has been steadily evolving into a virtual society. Even before the pandemic came along and expedited this process, social media has been replacing our traditional social lives. And as the world continues to transition to online interaction, social media influencers have become our new celebrities. But 
Influencers are different from celebrities of the bygone eras. Influencers publicly share nearly every aspect of their lives through social media. And this makes them more relatable than the traditionally out of touch movie stars, professional athletes, or music artists of the past. And because they're so relatable, they seem more like friends than celebrities and we're more likely to trust them. We'll trust them so much, in fact, that we may be more likely to buy whatever they recommend. After all, if social media is replacing our social lives, then influencer marketing, so to speak, is basically replacing old-fashioned word-of-mouth recommendations. And this seems to be happening across all social media platforms, but TikTok in particular has become such an effective marketing platform that people almost automatically turn out in droves to buy whatever a popular TikToker is pushing, regardless of personal risk. This phenomenon has even become its own meme, hashtag TikTok made me buy it. And it's so popular that it's become its own content type, basically its own genre. As one Vox article describes it, TikTok made me buy it has become a quote, culture of compelling product review videos and the impossibly stylish people who flaunt their lifestyles on the platform. Even Amazon has created a TikTok made me buy it storefront to cash in on the craze. So in the case of the pink sauce, Chef P simply utilized and got caught up in a new marketing circus and was subject to all the benefits and challenges that came with it. But what's the moral of the story? What can we take away from all of this? Well, there's a lot to unpack here, but one super obvious thing we can learn from this is don't pay over $20 after taxes and shipping to be a guinea pig. Perhaps wait until the product comes out in a more official manner before giving it a try. But. With all of that being said, that is where we're going to end today's episode of The Corporate Casket. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something new here today. And if you did, make sure that you're liking, following, and subscribing to stay up to date on all the latest episodes. If you'd like to connect with me outside of these episodes, make sure to click my Linktree link in the description box down below. It's gonna have a nice little organized list of all of my social media and projects I'm currently involved in. So again, thank you so much for spending some of your time here with me today. I really do appreciate it. And I'll talk to you in the next one. Bye.